I would rather have a day job than be a Pokemon mascot. Han Solo is clearly more attractive than Indiana Jones. I would take the Star Wars trilogy over the Matrix trilogy any time. The Legend of Zelda versus Super Mario. Who's better in bed, Jafar or Gaston? And would Thanos masturbate with the Infinity Gauntlet or not? Every week, Nerd Rage The Great Debates brings you the funniest comics, writers, and podcasters to settle some of geekdom's most divisive topics. Find us on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts. the escapist comics podcast i'm jessica balboni i'm robert nicolesco and today is october 18th 2021 and get prepared for a spooky episode the first spooky Spook- episode of the season we'll probably do one more spooky episode we can fit it in before the end of the month sure can yeah it's the spooky time of year i've been watching horror movies and drawing spooky stuff oh yeah How's some your, evil uh, dead art inktober going good uh i've only i haven't missed any days like outright um which is more than i've ever done before so okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i did evil dead last night nice we watched evil dead too at the brewery last night <laughs> oh well there you go while i was drawing it yeah, you we were watching it. Yeah, I uh, drew uh, Ted Raimi in the basement. Oh, nice. Perfect. Dead, dead by dawn. Dead, dead by dawn. dawn. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, uh, Halloween Kills came out. Did you watch that? No, no. Um, I do want to see that, though. It's I got to. <laughs> no? Oh, okay. Well, I'm still going to see it. I'm still well, going to see it. It's uh, free on Peacock, I think, for the rest of the week. So if you want to watch it for free... Oh. I uh, mm, maybe recommend that not paying for it. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'll see. Yeah. Uh, I watched a better movie though. We were very glad that we made this decision. We went and saw Lamb at the Shattuck, and then at night we watched Halloween Kills for free on Peacock. Good, good decision making, I think, on that part. Um, Lamb is that double day. Movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm that Norwegian film with Numi Rampace. And it's better to go in completely blank, like not knowing anything about it. But some people uh, are complaining like that it's not like a real horror film because it's like an A24, you know, independent oh. movie. So it's like- Well, that's, that's what new horror is to many people, to be honest. Not that it, it is what horror is, but to a whole generation, A24 horror yeah. is the stuff. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, like The Witch or those type of movies um, where it's making. I love The Witch. Yeah. The Witch was great. Or The Lighthouse, you know, um, without the same director of The Witch. And it's, it makes you uncomfortable and not, it's not like a jump scare. It's not going to be like The Conjuring, obviously. Um, It's definitely more, has more of the human element in it. Um, And it's about the characters, not yeah not people jumping out at you and exorcisms and all of that (laughs) uh so yeah highly recommend lamb uh it was great Uh, maybe one of my favorite movies this year 
Cool. Yeah. You um, haven't watched anything new, so. Okay. Not exciting. Old stuff, though. Old yeah. stuff's always good. I yeah, don't know. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> stuff I haven't seen. I don't know. Um, but yeah, what what have we? Uh, there's been some news, some comics coming out. What do you want to get to first? Let's uh, get to the one that hasn't come out since I think April sixteenth, two thousand seventeen, was the last issue of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> It is yeah. back, Robert. Uh, Robert Aguesa Sacara. No, I said that wrong. Aguera Sacasa. <laughs> He's been real busy in the world of TV, uh, making the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina for Netflix and Riverdale for the CW. Oh. So he is finally back writing again uh, with Robert Hack. And yeah, we finally get a new issue, issue number nine of Sabrina. So, uh, did uh, Aguere Sacasa did he uh, write the first eight issues, and did he also do the Archie stuff? Or yeah, he did. Well, he 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 just did Sabrina. I think he did some of the oh, okay. real issues as well. But oh, okay, yeah, he. Yeah, he started the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which then immediately got picked up for TV along with Riverdale. And he was a showrunner on both of those. So, and wrote a bunch of the episodes too. And Riverdale is still going, but Sabrina's uh, done on Netflix. So I think that's why you could finally get back to this. Oh, okay. And what I do wish is on Sabrina, the show, is that they follow this storyline closer because uh, it's so much better <laughs> than the show. Um, yeah. They took us. Some, yeah. Good. They took some Good. of the elements, you know, from this, like Madam Satan, um, and you know, her aunts and everything being actually evil. But a lot a lot of it was changed, unfortunately. Um, and yeah, it's just not it just wasn't as dark as this. Um, so like where we left off um, in 2017. Uh, in issue number four, actually, what that's when Harvey was killed uh, during a ritual basically gone awry, and Madam Satan was basically meddling in all of this the entire time. So then back in issue number eight, she helps Sabrina resurrect Harvey, and instead of bringing Harvey's soul back, she brings uh, Edward Spellman back, um, who's Sabrina's dad. And Sabrina's dad is quite evil. Um, and originally, uh, way back in the day, in the, the early days of Glendale, um, Madam Satan and Edward were lovers. And then Edward betrayed her and sends her to hell. Um, and because he's in love with- And left her for a human. Yeah, left her for a human, which is Sabrina's mother. So Madam Satan has been spending yeah. all this time in hell plotting her revenge. So basically that's kind of where we are now. <laughs> um, is Madam Satan has come back for her revenge yeah. and has been plotting against Sabrina in the last uh, eight issues of the comic. Um, so now we are- well, So you, had, and you hadn't read any of the eight issues before, right? I have read no Archie horror whatsoever. Um, I've have not seen any of the shows or anything. I mean, I've been aware of it since they 
started doing that but no i haven't read any of it yeah. uh reading this though i mean i'm into it it's cool i definitely feel like i'm missing stuff well i know i am uh <laughs> but <laughs> it's still like a cool intriguing world um and sabrina's life is pretty fucked up oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so your boy your your boyfriend died uh he's being possessed by your evil dad and your teacher is possessed by your dad's ex who's also evil yep. uh and then your dad's out there banging other 16 year olds possessing <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like and i was like whoa okay well this guy's definitely older <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> well he is evil he is evil oh yeah um I didn't know that the aunts were evil. They just seemed like, you know, very dry witches, but uh, they yeah. don't really do much in this issue. Yeah, they don't do much in this issue, but they do murder people as well. And they're like constantly pushing Sabrina like towards the evil witchy life. Um, they're Yeah, they're not as evil as, as some of the other witches, but like nobody's like really good in this comic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I Which, mean, Sabrina is pretty bad a lot of times so um, i mean she's talking about killing a guy yeah yeah um someone who deserves it but right. that is her deciding for someone else it's like oh well you deserve to die yeah um and i think that's why when the show came on i didn't like it as much because in this comic they actually made sabrina you know she wasn't as innocent i guess i should say um and then they cast uh whatever her name is in the show and she was just like too bubbly and like too pretty and like too yeah she just she wasn't right from this comic um and yeah i just didn't like her at all because uh, they were probably looking to this and the melissa joan hart stuff yeah as well right exactly. like yeah. i'm sure they were both influences definitely yeah uh so which is yeah yeah um yeah so I, I love this comic i'm so happy that it's back um looks like sabrina's gonna get in some more trouble with demons like she has in the past everyone's gonna be out to kill her um yeah i'm really really excited to finally get an end to this series um which we've been waiting for for the past four years <laughs> um this was a huge seller too yeah it's um, which was always like I remember when it was like around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's dark. It's it looks great. I like the way it looks. Uh, it reads good. The clarity is there the whole time. Um, you know, there's just it's funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like ha ha laugh out loud funny, but it's charming, amusing, mm -hmm. um, funny. Yeah. And it has like a dry, a dry wit to it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like the whole book seems to have that. Yeah. And yeah, Robert Hack. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I would read more of this for sure. Oh, yeah. And Robert Hack is just an amazing artist, too. And the, the colors he uses, it makes it look like an old pulp comic. Like, he's, he's just so different in his style. This comic looks like no other comic, which is really, really cool. Um. So yeah. Yeah, um, it has the brush strokes. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm getting it, in detailed on it, but the brush strokes that he puts over like everything and like there's a lot of uh open panel borders where like 
the art's allowed to just bleed on the page. Yeah. Like that, it's almost like the paint is running and stuff. And it does add to this whole like sort of magic effect thing. Do you think he does actual like real colors, or do you think this is um, uh, on I don't, like digital? I don't know. I was. I think it's probably something of both. Yeah. I mean, because this like paint effect. Mm -hmm. If I was gonna do something like this, I would finish the completed art. I would do the paint brush effect on another sheet, scan it, and then like overlay it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it might be something like that where it's like mixed media, but they're putting it together digitally. So you have the actual control. Right. Because it seems very clean. It seems yeah. difficult that this would be done full traditional. Right. Yeah. So I don't really know. Like but I mean, like a stain over it, like some kind of like digital like stain effect over the entire panels. But it there has to be some kind of paint effect, or like it has to be right, like a watercolor almost. That's what it looks like to me. I, I, I think it's both. Yeah. I think it's definitely some of each, some of all of it. Yeah. Um, because it is one it's one art artwork by Robert Hack. So it's like yeah. it's There's all no one guy. Yeah. And what mm -hmm. artist today and and what artist today doesn't work digitally on some level? Right. I mean, Absolutely. Simon Hanselman, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, not many. Yeah, I think like Dustin Nguyen, I think he's one that does that. And that's pretty and like Tyler Crook, maybe. <laughs> like that's pretty much it. <laughs> Well, welcome back, Sabrina. Yeah, and then like the old guys. Yeah, the old guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, next up in our spooky episodes, we're going to space, sort of, <laughs> with uh, E-T-E-R. This is another A-W-A upshot uh, with Jeff McCombsy, Dan Panosian, Javier Polito, Sean Crystal and Jean Francois Boulet. Bole. Bolo. Bole. Yeah. Bolo. <laughs> so it's a ETER -E has two stories in it. Um, the first one is the walk-ins. It's it's this is a beefy issue. I, I counted the pages. The first story is 34 pages of art, and then the second story is 10 pages. There's a backup. Um and then the first one is written by Jeff McCombsy and drawn by Javier Polito. Mm -hmm. um, and that's like, you know, the bulk of this issue. It's, it's, it was a pretty cool story. I mean, obviously it looks awesome. Polito just draws so clean and beautiful. Uh, I've always really liked his style. Um, but the story is about uh, Dr. Chen who witnesses a car collision while she's in the parking lot of her hospital that she works at. And as she's trying to like save this guy who got hit, all these weird looking nurses come out and they're like, we got it from here. And she's like, no, you don't. I'm a doctor. We're going to, I'm going to go to surgery with you. Like we got to take care of this. And they're like, no, 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 we'll go downstairs. And she's like, what are you talking about? There's no downstairs. And then they kind of like shock her. And then take her downstairs. And then you realize like below the hospital is an alien ER, ET right. ER. Very um, like men in black vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. It was like, you're on top of a normal building. Take this special elevator, which takes you to the alien. Like, I absolutely right. was thinking MIB. Oh, yeah. 
for sure. Um, yeah, it was cool. Um, I, the whole time, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, oh, it's like Men in Black, but with doctors. <laughs> like, literally, it's just a complete crossover. Um, yeah. I do love the style. I was glad to see Polito back. I don't think he's done, like, an actual full series since She-Hulk. Um, and it was, like, kind of like the same kind of story, too, as, like, a Men in Black comic or movie where, you know, there's, like, a giant space alien that they haven't seen before. And if they don't like get a handle on what it is that he's going to like self-destruct kind of, um, yeah. and another Blow up the entire planet. Yeah. I was head Yeah. He's a planet smasher. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and I think also in that like men in black sort of thing, the, the solution is to no matter what you're confronted with to treat this thing, like how you would want to be treated so it's it the 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 sun so what is it a uh, planet crusher is yeah. like ha, needs to basically have its appendix removed yeah. and they're all freaking out and it's getting worse and worse and worse and then at the end after they like she calmed everything down they're like how did you know to do that and she's i wrote it down because it's a good quote i gambled that we aren't the only organisms in the universe that need a little respect and compassion when we're sick right and it's like her, she used proper bedside manner and where it was able to save the world, which, I mean, it's a small little story, but I think it works for this story and especially one that's confronting, you know, the medical industry, mm-hmm. yeah, which like, is fucked. Definitely. Yeah, and even on the front of the comic, it's like, of true universal healthcare. Like they're actually, <laughs> they're confronting yeah. too. Like what would we do with true universal healthcare? Um, yeah just treating aliens from all over the place actual aliens yeah, um, and this is like for me a good way i think to tell a message comic because this isn't hitting you over the head with any of these like real world you know horrible things that are going on in the medical industry but like i feel like that quote that i read yeah. sums up like well that's what we would all want for our health care like right. you know to just be treated with respect and compassion instead of like oh you're not sick we're trying to you're just trying to get money you're just trying to get insurance like you know all the millions of stories that people have yeah um yeah this does a good job i think of making a good analogy you can still have fun with the comic right but also maybe think about the real world right so and yeah what i thought was like comparing this to like frontiersmen which you know like had a, a, a message about what's going yes. on in the world. Like this actually does it in a fun way compared to just like hating you over the head with a message that's just like, stop, please stop pounding me with these, <laughs> you know? And yeah. This, yeah, this one just makes it fun. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I also enjoyed this. Um, and again, yeah, the style is really cool. Um, and then the backup story, I so I actually thought this was it said like Mar, uh, they have like an ad for like Marjorie Finnegan, and I was like, oh, oh. Mar- <laughs> and then it goes right into that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Uh, Not quite. Yeah. This one's called Hard Pill. It was weird. I mean, it's like a little it's it's short it's harmless you read it in like 30 seconds i mean i don't feel like it was anything to uh 
I don't have much to say about it. It's just, you know, this person has to get shrunk down, go inside of a pill, go inside of the body of an alien, battle a bunch of disease, and then comes out through the poop at the end. Okay. And, (laughs) And then at the end, they're like, they're like, man, you're too damn good, you know? Uh, and he's like too damn something you know as he's covered in shit I don't know maybe the message there is like what doctors have to put up with you know like I don't know gross (laughs) (laughs) all right well (laughs) yeah the first part was was awesome though walk-ins by by McCombsy and Polito was really good cool all right well after uh, AWA just keeps putting out quality books so that yeah uh okay so next up we have soul plumber from dc horror um and this is by the guys who do the last podcast on the left um if you guys aren't familiar with that they've been doing a podcast since uh 2011 it's like a comedy true crime podcast um so basically they just do you know, stuff on slasher, cult, serial killers. Um, and now they're getting into comics. Uh, so yeah, I had no idea what this comic was going to be like. I thought it would be more like serial killer stuff or something. Cause that's what they usually talk about on their podcasts. Um, but this was not that at all. <laughs> uh, religion. Really, yeah. Religion. It really reminded me of like uh, Garth Ennis a little bit, like the style of writing. Um, and I'm sure they had another comic guy help them out a little bit, but it's, I thought, but I guess not. It's just, yeah, because it's just Marcus Parks, Henry Zabrowski, and Ben Kissel. For the story, and then only two of them did the actual writing, it says. Yeah, Um, and then penciled by John McCree and PJ Holden. Yeah, it looks good. It's a strange, weird looking. Honestly, like if you were showing this to me, I would be like, there's no way this is like a DC book. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird. Yeah. Well, it looks like a Vertigo book. And that's what like the DC horror stuff is now. It's, yeah. Or Black Label. It's, that's what Vertigo turned into. They just relabeled it, repackaged it. Um, And yeah, that's what we're getting now. so, I, I mean, I really like this book as well. Um, we had, we had some good books this week. Um, so yeah, it's basically a guy working at a convenience store. Um, he's definitely very religious. And then we get yeah. kind of like the, the tent pastor or reverend, um, you know, the guys that you see on TV or, you know, out, out in the, the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, he meets he meet he sees his vehicle yeah his his crazy jesus van which is he sees salvation in this right um yeah i mean and everyone's seen these vehicles where it's like quotes from the bible scrawled all over a vehicle and honk for jesus and like Uh you know also political messages wrapped up in there i'm sure but yeah definitely maybe not this one but yeah. God writes shotgun. Only Satan hands out parking tickets. 
and he god <laughs> uh so he goes to the um to the religious ceremony or tent like it's not a ceremony <laughs> he goes yeah 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 <laughs> what are those called <laughs> I, I i don't know i mean but it's in the like you know lobby or or one of the rooms at a hotel or a motel yeah it's just like in you know it this is, seems very middle america oh, uh, yeah, for sure and he meets this guy who he met at the gas station at night now this guy's all decked out in his glowing holy cross garb he yeah. apologized to him he's like i'm sorry i didn't have my hair Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> his nice mullet yeah he's got a sweet sweet mullet uh and he's yeah but he's wearing like a light up jesus or like cross suit <laughs> um yeah so like a complete showman you know uh, oh yeah 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 definitely and, taking advantage of people yeah and he's got a machine with him that's called the spirit plunger and this is like when we really get into the story and he's performing an exorcism um and it's a it's a crazy exorcism but it's not real i mean the the person being that like right away like sure looks like it's possibly real um but he says like demon tell me your name and the guy says he's legion so obviously one of the most like easiest things to like pull out of anywhere um and it looks like he's (laughs) pulling an actual demon out of this out of this character um and then our main protagonist is like super excited he wants to like join up right away um and of course this is obviously a scam it turns out and the guy just wants like money from everybody um kid doesn't have any money so he just like sends him away with like some shitty pamphlets about yeah because the, the, <laughs> the kid wants to be a soul plumber he wants to start exercising people he believes and i i just love the the position that this comic puts you in because it's like our main character is sad and kind of just despicable the right. people we're meeting are sad and despicable or just despicable like i don't there's nobody here that i'm like yeah this person's awesome right like the people who come into his gas station who he wants to save they're like clearly been on drugs uh there's the vietnam vet that he knows who doesn't have a nose who kept his he he didn't want it surgically fixed because he wanted people to remember what he did in vietnam yeah (laughs) so a guy just walking around with a skeleton nose Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and then he has like his buddy scuzz who comes in who's obviously a meth addict um yeah it's it's quite the characters in this which is great because he's definitely building a world um that's pretty fucked up and like really gets you into the story um yeah first time writers like that's the way you want to do it um so yeah that guy like totally turns him down um and he so he just sends him on his way with all these 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 pamphlets so uh we get back outside the hotel and there's literally just like a booklet in the van called top secret plans for soul plumber seven (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and the kid steals the ideas 
And yep. they're also having a conversation out there basically saying that the soul plumber is fake. They can never get it to work. Um, but this kid thinks he can make it work. Um, so he yeah. goes to the junkyard and builds his own soul plumber. Uh, meanwhile, he also sees demons, I guess, too. There's like a demon dog in the junkyard. Um, this is yeah. where it starts getting a little different. Um, like maybe this kid is the real deal. <laughs> or he's so totally like uh, crazy, twisted by his own religious like fantasies that he is right. seeing demons everywhere. Yes. Uh, I'm more inclined to think that rather than this comic is going to result in being like, actually, all that Jesus stuff is yes, it's correct. Yes. Right. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't honestly know where it is going. Yeah, I don't either. Because uh, he builds this machine, uh, ends up using it on somebody. Uh, and on Scuzz. On Scuzz, yeah. And pulls a demon out of him, right? But yeah, he actually he does. The thing he builds is made out of like a toilet and like just weird junkyard parts. Um, And then you kind of see him like pull this demon out. And I'm not sure if it's just like plasma and or is that actual blood? Like who knows like what it actually is. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I would, I'm very interested. I'm definitely going to read the second issue. I want to know like what he's actually doing if he's murdering people or if it is the real deal. <laughs> yeah. And no, it they did a really good job. I didn't know that these were first time creators, so mm-hmm. definitely props to that cuz this I mean, it does feel like a town that they would roll up in in preacher. Um it yep. also feels like stray bullets to me like the scummy nature of all the people oh, yeah. is feels very stray bullets like just how there's all these cast of characters and you see them small interactions that sort of give you a good idea of actually the full world that they're in they did a great job of doing that oh yeah definitely i mean they're really good storytellers obviously their podcast is huge it's been around forever um so it's not too surprising that they could like put this together, you know. Sure. Um, we're definitely not having like another comic creator because usually, you know, it's like they made the concept and then a comic writer came on and put it all together for them. But the fact that they didn't do that, like good yeah. job to them, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And it definitely. is hard to switch mediums, you know. Oh, it's yeah. I mean, you're you're probably gonna be better off if you're a good writer in another medium, but like comics are a specific thing pacing is hard to figure out so I, I do think it's a great great job that they did yeah absolutely soul plumber soul plumber number one all right one of six. Oh yeah one it's gonna be a six issue series i think a lot of the dc horror is just like small series which is great um love it one trade you need uh, another make another yeah <laughs> All right. Uh, lastly, we have, which I think is one of the best books this week for sure, the last two weeks. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, this came out last week. Uh, this is A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, uh, Rick Remender and Andre Lima Arajo. Um, and this is a, a new book from Image Comics. Yeah. Is Giant Generator, is that Rick Remender's? Uh, little 
thing? Yeah, that's his. Okay. Yeah, his, um, oh my God, brain. You know what I mean. <laughs> Imprint. Imprint. Thank you. I was like, it was coming to me. Yeah. Uh, amazing. So good. Super. And so different for Rick, too. Yeah. Um, usually, I mean, we love Rick Remender. Obviously, he's put out some amazing books, but there are so many less words in this comic that he, he usually fills up all of the space. Um, yeah. And obviously he's telling the word or telling the story through the art um, and the panel layout and everything. But uh, yeah, this is just very, very different than what we're used to. Um, Definitely. And- I mean, I would also say no, no shame on any of the other artists, but like this is the most closest to realism I've ever seen with a Rick Remender. And not just in like, oh, these people look realistic. Like, it looks like a real world. Oh, it's, yeah. cra- it's crazy looking. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful uh, and disturbing. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we are going to spoil this issue. I don't know how there's... So, Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of twists and turns as this con- series continues, but if you don't want... Uh, you know this spoiled maybe skip ahead 10 minutes or go get it and then come back exactly yeah um so basically and you know i don't it, yeah we're definitely going to spoil it but i'm not actually entirely sure what's going on yet either because it's no. definitely going to be like a mystery as well um yeah so even if we're spoiling this like we don't know what's happening yet either so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well. uh so this takes place in Vancouver. Um, our main protagonist, uh, it seems like a, n- a nice guy, sort of. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> he seems like a nice guy who's trying. He's who, definitely you know, trying. Yeah. And um, then some, some stuff happens to him, you know, and but he, yeah. he, he lets those old people on the bus uh, first because it's raining, you know, and then he doesn't get too mad that he gets rained on because her umbrella won't shut, you know, like that is all there to show us that, yes, he is a nice guy. Right. Um, and so the main thing is he keeps checking his phone. Like he's, he's on his way. So he's on his way somewhere. He has like a map on his phone and he's going to a, a some, like somewhere like pretty far away. Um, and during he's taking a bus there and during his journey, he like goes to stop for cigarettes at this market um and he runs into a guy there a little creepy uh he uh, knocks into him and all this stuff falls out of this guy's bag containing like Drano or um alcohol um something with like lemons on oh light bulbs and duct tape and condoms oh and condoms yeah Mm -hmm. yeah alcohol yeah all those all definitely normal things to buy totally normal (laughs) things to buy all together in the same bag yeah (laughs) pretty weird um but he runs into that guy which i've been i've been re-looking at it it's like it looks like the guy sees him Mm -hmm. so i'm like after finding out what's happens i'm like questioning like did this guy do this on purpose did he know is this a coincidence? What the hell is going on? Yeah. But he runs into this guy in the store and knocks his shit everywhere. 
right. and the guy is mad. He yells at him. He's like, Jesus Christ, watch where you're going. And then he immediately apologizes. It's been a shit day. Right. Yeah. The, the way he like looks at him too. He's just like, you know, like oh. immediately backs off. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, does he know who this guy is? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Creepy guy. Um, and yeah, they have some words. And then the, the guy he just, you know, walks off. It's fine. Everything's fine. And then he continues to buy his cigarettes, goes, goes back to wait for the bus. This creepy, like, weird scene happens with this pigeon, this poor dying <laughs> yeah. pigeon. <laughs> yes. Yeah, some... You have to read this, like, to to get the to get what's going on. With it. Yeah, to get the effect exactly. Um, but he basically puts a poor dying pigeon out of its misery um, in a very sad way. <laughs> yeah, but kind of showing us that this guy will go out. Like, he misses the bus and gets caught in the rain again. He gets off the bus to kill the pigeon to put it out of its misery. Right. And this is a, so, yeah, it's a very big point of the comic too, because like it takes, it looks so that happens during the daytime. And because he gets off of the bus, it is now way later. Um, yeah. He's like, now it's dark. He's been waiting for the bus a long time. Wherever he's going uh, takes a lot longer now. So he gets there late. Um, yeah. So when he does finally get to where he's going, um, some which is a nice, it's a nice house out house, in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Really nice house. You go inside, uh, the doors just open and yeah. he, he says, I'm looking for Mary Sullivan. So we right. know we can tell that he's hasn't been here before, right? but we don't know who Mary Sullivan is. Nope. Um, there's no hints. Earlier, when he looked at his phone, there was something about a sex trafficking ring still open, but right. but we'd have no knowledge. Yeah. yeah. What was that? It says Andrew's accuser disappears. FBI says sex trafficking case open, and that's all. Yeah. And there's like so, a, yeah, there's like bars over people's eyes, um, but we don't know if that was connecting to where he was going. <laughs> like they don't. No. Get any kind of yeah any kind of connection there um but obviously it's relevant to yeah um yeah then so we, when we get inside the house uh when he's looking for mary sullivan there's like a picture of a couple like a nice like normal couple he still has yeah. blood on his shoes from the pigeon that he killed earlier so he's leaving like bloody footprints in the house yeah which is ridiculous like yeah mud and blood into their house yeah uh dinner it looks like was already made it looks like they had just made it i mean it's steaming it's so mm -hmm. and it's still whistling which means that the water hasn't all evaporated oh the tea kettle is whistling yeah. on the stove which right. if it's still whistling there's still water in there right so it and the food's still steaming so all of this happened recently exactly but there's no one in the house right except for two dead bodies that have been brutally murdered and tortured um, with light bulbs and duct tape and nails and drano yep all of the things that we saw earlier in the comic um so and they yeah. do a little flashback the guy realizes that the, the drano and the duct tape holy shit <laughs> it was probably that guy that i saw earlier but yeah the light bulbs are all like you know been tortured embedded embedded, embedded in, in these people's people. bodies yeah yeah it's, it's a very gruesome scene 
So he freaks out. He starts like, you know, taking all his fingerprints off of the door handles and everything runs out of the house. Doesn't um, notice the footprints. Does not notice the footprints everywhere. <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm not blaming him. <laughs> no, no, but, it's a pretty horrible scene. Um, but yeah, runs out of there immediately. And that's the end of the first issue. It's raining again. And yeah, the last thing we see is his bloody footprint in their walkway. Yeah. With his shoe print, you his know, so. Print, which we saw earlier in the comic too. So we know it's his shoe print. Um, yeah after he killed the pigeon so yeah that's basically the first issue uh it's there you know you can read this again and again just to pick up more things in it yeah i read it like three or four times yeah i did too uh which is such a good sign for a good comic you know Um, yeah or a great comic i would say actually i'm look can't wait for the next issue i think this is going to be such a big hit for rick um really excited for him yeah super cool and then uh we get an image for the next issue i can't help but think the guy's face looks a lot like that blonde serial killer but i know this guy's hair is brown so it's like but if he's a real serial killer or whatever or 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 an assassin i don't know what this guy's supposed to be he's probably changing his look but it does look like that guy he kind of is looking but maybe not maybe it's just a similar artist yeah i think that's somebody else maybe it's maybe it's the boss i don't know maybe yeah yeah he's he's got a nice coat though he does have a nice coat yeah his hairline's completely different i think it's somebody else okay yeah yeah so hopefully we'll find out why he was going there in the first place what was going on and what we'll just find out more about this character um, I want to know. I want to know the yeah. <laughs> and this comic because it's like we don't know what their plans are. We know that Rick Remender isn't a miniseries guy. It seems like the ideas he generates, he tries to keep them going. So it's like, what is this? Where is this going to go? Is there going to be fifty issues of Righteous Kill? Who knows how deep the rabbit hole or where? Because Remender is a big. He's yeah. good at like when he was at Marvel. I found his events and stuff super good because they're so thought out on the big scale. Right. And, you know, all his comics are kind of bigger scale world stuff. So this one's very like small story, but it's also just the first issue. So who knows what sort of rabbit hole this, we don't even know what our guy's name is. No. But who knows what sort of rabbit hole he's going to be pulled into a world of sex trafficking, assassins, serial killers, who knows? Yeah. Really cool. Really cool. All right. Well, that's all of our comics for this week. Um, there is a ton of news to get into. So let's just get into that right away. Yeah. Um, starting with, well, let's just get into the, the dumb news first. Uh, Rob, Rob Zombie is back at it. Oh God. <laughs> and we finally have some monsters news from that, which is a movie, not a show. I thought it was going to be a show. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's the movie. It's the movie. Uh, and he has done some casting, including casting his own wife again uh, as Lily Munster. And that I think is horrible because she's a terrible actress. You, you didn't mind though, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I expect I expected it. I mean, I would have been blown away if another person had been cast. Like, true, truly. I mean, I've heard them talk. It's like it. They basically, if they're not working together, he doesn't see a reason to make a movie. But she, like, because a caster as anybody, like just somebody else. I don't know, just anybody. It's like he wants this movie to fail. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a problem with uh, Sherry Moon. I, I like her. Um, and I do think she's, at first, her stuff, it, it was pretty rough. But when I saw her in Three from Hell, which was his last one, I thought she had gotten a lot better. Maybe she's taking some lessons, some acting lessons. Hopefully. She Like Baby, her character in that trilogy, did have some sort of evolution. Uh, and And she was creepiest in the in the new one but i mean i don't know well we will see um it's and also jeff daniel phillips who's as, jeff daniel uh, i was like i know who jeff daniels is who's jeff yeah. daniel phillips <laughs> so i i had to look him up but i do recognize him from rob zombie movies okay um he was definitely in three from hell and got killed i think from what i remember he might be the sh no he was he was in uh the the devil's rejects okay so it's just um, people he knows from all of his other movies are being cast basically yeah he generally only works with people that he knows or wants mm -hmm. has worked with previously i looked him up though i was like who's this guy why would he be herman munster i looked him up though he's six four he's at okay. least tall enough all right <laughs> i guess um and then the guy who's playing grandpa, I think everyone would kind of recognize this guy. Yeah. His name's Daniel Roebuck. I don't know him by name, but when I saw his face, I was like, oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. I've seen him in lots of stuff. familiar to me, but yeah, I don't know. So this is going to be streaming on Peacock. Uh, when is it? It is coming out in... 1969 and that's not right uh 2022 <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go back does it time <laughs> does it take place in 1969 um i don't know it's in black and white so maybe yeah. i hope the movie's in black and white that'll be cool it looks like it's going to be that'll be well, awesome all the pictures are in black and white um i saw he posted a photo of uh the the gang that uh herman was in with the switchblades what was his his biker king or whatever <laughs> fun <laughs> super fun yeah. i i mean that's just what i want i want this movie to be hokey fun i mean the 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 pinnacle would be if you got something that can sit alongside the adams family movies but that yeah. is a tall order mm-hmm um next we all we have we have all the dc fandom news um and there's so much of it uh yeah. first the batman trailer came out that's probably the biggest one out of all of them um, and the best it, it definitely the best uh it's coming out was that march i think 2021 yeah 22 2020 oh, yeah sorry 2022 we're going again i'm going back in time <laughs> yeah well <laughs> yeah. um uh, Let's talk about Batman last. Let's get the other ones out of the way. Oh. <laughs> it's the best. The Batman one's the best. Um, the other big ones, right? There's the Peacemaker TV show trailer. Yes. Um, then there's the Flash 
teaser that's not a teaser with an awkward, awkward intro. Yes. We'll get into that. And then uh, The Rock, also I thought pretty awkward, um, introducing Black Adam, Black which Adam. looks kind of cool. Does look kind of cool. It, which what we saw. Yeah, it wasn't, there wasn't too much that they showed, but uh, no. there was like a little teaser. And then there's Shazam as well, um, which is weird. So there's yeah. Black Adam's coming out first, right? Let's get into that. And then, but they actually showed more Shazam footage than Black Adam. Oh, I didn't see the Shazam footage. I missed that. Yeah. So Shazam is coming out in 2023. Black Adam's coming out in 2022. But yeah, the Shazam footage was Zachary Levi, who's just so endearing. Uh, They showed way more footage. So Helen Mirren is going to be the main uh, antagonist for Shazam. Okay. Showed all of that footage um, from that, which looks amazing. Um, they all have new costumes. Um, they're like going up into like Olympia, basically uh, cool. doing all of that. Uh, and Mr. Mind will, Mr. Mind will be in it because that was the teaser at the end of the That's first what one. That's said, but it doesn't, I didn't see any, I mean, maybe just because they barely showed any footage, you know, but. He's really tiny. He is. Really, <laughs> he's just a little worm. He's a caterpillar guy. He, he could barely see him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren are, look like to be the main antagonists. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, we're going to have lady, lady gods. Um, they're, uh, so it's Hespera and Calypso are the, are the bad guys, which I was okay, like, hell cool. yeah. That's so cool. Because <laughs> it's called Fury of the Gods. I Fury think, of the Gods. Right? Yeah um and i I mean because i after so i had i didn't know about that news but i knew that i thought there was going to be one more shazam movie before he meets black adam because i'm like in my head watching what it seems like black adam's gonna be yeah encountering that childlike character that he plays i'm gonna (laughs) be like i was just like that's gonna be so weird what did they do in the comics yeah, no, no, no. I know it's it's just gonna be so. I mean, it'll be a, just a tonal thing because it's right. like Black Adam looks like he's like a slasher movie character. <laughs> like he like just electrocutes a guy to death. Yeah, you know, turns into dust, like skulls, and then dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all we saw. So it's like that's that dude's vibe. And then he's gonna meet the guy who's like, "Hi, you want to go get a soda?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's, that's why yeah. I love him. <laughs> no, I think it'll be great. I really yeah. loved Shazam, actually. That one surprised me the most. Yeah, Shazam's um, super fun. Uh, yeah, so basically, Shazam's going to be like this big, you know, Battle of the Gods movie. Um, and it's going to be, they kept saying, it's going to be bigger and badder, just like uh, Black Adam said, too. It's going to be bigger and badder, and I can yeah. defeat Superman. That's what Rock keeps going around and saying. He's like, uh, Black Adam can kill Superman. Like, you just, you wait. And it's like, oh my yeah. god, Rock. Like, chill the fuck out. Like, we well, get it. he's a wrestler. He's yeah, a wrestler, and he's playing a heel. He's like, oh, back to being a heel. These calloused hands have worked so hard to bring you this next movie. <laughs> yeah he's really into that i keep i follow him on instagram for whatever reason because it's funny and that's all he does on instagram he's like look at me working out preparing for my biggest yeah. ever Im- <laughs> implying 
the best way to prepare for a movie is to work out instead yeah. of, you know, like checking the source material, mm-hmm. acting, yeah. reading a script, nope. you know. Just working work- out. That's all you do. And <laughs> eating. You do. And, oh, yeah. And his, and his like diet. That's his other yeah. thing. The working out and his diet. That's how you prepare yeah. for a movie. <laughs> to star, to star as a character. Well, for him, yes. Hello, yeah. DC fando. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> to the rocks thunderdome oh wait that's the other show i, got yeah. <laughs> I hope black adam just really just says one-liners that's okay. kind of what i'm hoping i'm hoping it's a bunch of people talking about stuff and then he goes i don't think so and then electrocutes <laughs> a bunch of people Probably. and punch punches a guy's head off yeah i mean i am <laughs> glad that he is doing something different from his yes. normal stuff like jungle cruise and what's it Jumanji or whatever those are basically the same movies and he's like the same character in it so at least this will be something different being a bad guy because he hasn't really been a bad guy no since since wrestling yes I mean and he was always a better heel yeah than a face like right he's a villain to me because it's like I think of him bashing mankind's head with a chair way too many times like (laughs) I'm like this guy's fucking scary okay He wears a very nice mask. Mm-hmm. Like, well, hey, how are to you? to play this role, so. <laughs> As he told us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was born to be Black Adam. Born. Born. Uh, okay, so that's, that's those two. And let's, let's get into the flash. Speaking of weird uncomfortableness and born yeah. to play roles. Oh, God. So, yeah, Ezra Miller <laughs> gets into <laughs> gets into playing the flash and talk about uncomfortableness like i don't think anybody can introduce a movie more weirdly than (laughs) no you think they would have just cut him off like immediately like no cut to somebody else cut to somebody else like he looks like a serial killer were those live (laughs) is that what that was live yeah that's the only explanation because otherwise it's like that's the best they got (laughs) (laughs) i would be like let's do that one one more time yeah just one more time it was bizarre it very was strange so, and cringy yeah i i don't i don't understand like i don't understand his casting in the first place if they just couldn't replace him be like okay let's get a different barry allen and i don't know if that's just like my thing with him being in that there's something about kevin i thought that for a while do you remember that movie Where i he- didn't see it but okay. i've heard of it yeah and I th- i've talked about it before too but I don't know if that movie just changed him or he's always been like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in theory, I don't really mind him as the Flash. We got a few scenes from like the the Justice League and stuff. And it, he plays the motor mouth who can't shut up guy pretty well. And it's like, if that's how you're going to characterize the Flash, that works for me. Like, I mean, w- we want to care about him. That yeah. will help. Um and maybe, I mean, if it's, if they're going to do the flashpoint, then it might be his mom being killed or something. Yeah. That's, what, that's what happened. Yeah. And I mean, the best, the best part of it is returning to Wayne Manor. Yeah. Not the Wayne Manor we've seen before. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. so in the comic, right. When he returns, it's, he meets Thomas Wayne as Batman. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the world where Bruce was shot in the mom his mom beat Martha Wayne became the Joker and yeah. Thomas Wayne became Batman. 
right. then he enlists Thomas Wayne's help to help him solve whatever the whatever has happened with time because reverse flash went back in time killed his mom uh i didn't even know anything about reverse flash that's some weird stuff i hope the other barry allen we see is not like multiverse barry allen but is a different dude from the future who got plastic surgery (laughs) to look like him because that's reverse i did not know that was reverse flashes like origin and i was like that's really weird yeah uh flashpoint is crazy it's a crazy story um, and super fun and uh i can't i mean i hope i hope they do it right too uh yeah. i mean obviously they're gonna change a few things i'm uh including what they're doing yes. with yeah Mike. no thomas wayne yeah no, no thomas, thomas wayne, wayne. instead but we're getting, getting yeah go 89 you reveal it. i know 1989 <laughs> batman <laughs> yeah. uh yeah. so michael keaton bruce wayne which we saw in the trailer where we just see his cowl and then we see uh the flash revealing almost revealing they don't show it yet but the, Bat- the batmobile you know, which is so yeah. exciting for all of us who grew up in the 80s and watched that as kids oh um, and then of course they're gonna play whatever it costs they'll get that danny elfman score back to be able to play the yeah absolutely you'll get that one triumphant moment and i mean they're betting on it because that movie was like the most huge ever, you know? Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Uh, so that was super fun. Really, really excited for that one. Um, we also got the Peacemaker trailer. Um, <laughs> this is probably the most fun trailer out of all of them. Uh, yeah. Just like the Suicide Squad uh, movie. Uh, we knew John Cena survived at the end. Um, we see vigilante in there <laughs> and I was like god damn it like I had so many copies of that stupid vigilante book and where they all went to like the dollar bins or whatever because no one ever bought them <laughs> and now of course everyone but that's what that. <laughs> that's what James Gunn does you know, I know. <laughs> I'm sure all your taser face issues sold pretty quickly silently as well you yeah. know <laughs> it's like he take he loves taking those obscure characters and yeah honestly i want someone to be doing that because if you leave it up to the suits they're never going to be like yeah the d-listers but it's like when you have a d-lister you can do whatever the hell you want with vigilante yeah you know let's have fun and that like that's why they were able to you know kill shatterstar in in deadpool 2 or whatever you know it's like (laughs) like it's fun when you can play around with these uh b c d list characters you know yeah it's gonna be really fun to see who he brings into the show it's gonna be like the fucking weirdest characters that have been in like one shots and you know yeah. the 70s books or even like 60s books that we've only seen like once or twice um, yeah. yeah i can't wait to see i can't wait for he he jumps back to marvel bring in uh nfl super pro <laughs> <laughs> bring him into the mcu yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so that show starts on HBO Max on January 13th, 2022. So that's pretty, that's pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Holy crap. Probably soonest of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And looks hilarious and violent. So. And then last, lastly, we have. Are we already at the, Batman? Or was there more stuff? There was some video game stuff, which uh, I didn't I really watch. No. Oh, well, okay. There's a, there is a couple other things. 
Um, there is uh, the Bat Girl movie. Um, oh. Yeah. Which we didn't, there's no trailer for that yet, but they did show some concept art, um, which looks really, really cool. Um, and that's not going to be in theaters. Um, they're just doing it direct to HBO Max. Um, Why they got to play the women this way. I know, right? I was really pissed off about that. I was like, come Shang-Chi, on. Shang-Chi is forced into the theaters, but Black Widow goes to home. Mulan goes to home. Batgirl goes to home, but we'll wait for the other ones. Fucking shitty, man. Just it's very strange. Yeah. Very uh, un- so unfortunate. It, yeah, and that's not going to be till like late next year, maybe even early 2023. Um, obviously, they're they have just like started shooting, I think. Um, so there's not anything available for that yet. Is this going to uh, connect maybe to the other stuff, like? I think birds of prey yeah well it's the birds of prey writer and director okay so so yeah it might but unlike yeah but but like batman is it's complete own separate world they're saying yeah yeah which i'm glad i'm glad that they're deciding that they can have their main continuity Mm -hmm. and another continuity and if they have to explain it with a multiverse sure just as long as it's like you can't do the Marvel thing. It won't work. No. (laughs) (laughs) It won't. (laughs) It's not going to work. So do your own thing. And it's like, that's why. And they could, though, with Flashpoint. That could be the... Yeah. Uh, Oh, Pattinson can meet... Ben Affleck can meet all them later down the line. You know? That's not going to happen now. That'd be a big mistake. Let's just take Ben Affleck out of the equation completely. (laughs) But they can. I know. They can yeah all right so let's get into the most anticipated trailer of all batman final the batman excuse me finally got his trailer Um, yeah watching that same teaser for feels like a year and a half now (laughs) i am i am vengeance i am vengeance so yeah we do get the same kind of voice that we've been getting for the last 10 years (laughs) from yeah i mean it seems like the actors have to play it like a monster or something for them to justify it. So, uh, I, I guess I like wish Batman he... kind of has to change his voice, right? Because otherwise they're like, hey, it's Bruce Wayne. Like, what is he like, yeah. I'm Batman? And you're like, that's not scary. <laughs> but see, I would love if Batman was their almost their real voice. And then Bruce Wayne had a like, hey, how are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a fakeness right. to him he has like a radio voice he's like oh, yeah because radio personality the... yeah, yeah. Maybe well, bruce... hey bruce wing here in the morning <laughs> maybe he does play it like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be so funny <laughs> uh we saw everyone though like yeah. we get we so it starts with like we see the riddler we don't see his face but it's definitely paul dano mm-hmm. he gets arrested at a diner he lets himself get arrested at a diner yes batman Um, villains love letting themselves get arrested oh yeah because then they just get to escape (laughs) (laughs) there's always some nefarious thing they're going to do yeah uh, after they're getting arrested whether it's like killing a bunch of police officers or whatever um yeah there's there's always a reason uh i thought the coolest like thing is fucking colin farrell as the penguin 
crazy. He's crazy. It's crazy. Like you can't recognize him at all. No. He's not it, as monstrous looking as Danny DeVito, but like he is completely transformed. Um, and he's yeah, great. yeah. He looks like it sounds great. Like he just totally. I'm totally. I totally buy it. Totally he could totally be a Dick Tracy villain. Oh yeah, definitely. Like he's got the pockmarked, just annihilated, like old gangster dude face that you would see, like, like Al Capone or whatever. Just like, just a gnarly mug, you know. Which I I love that that's the angle they went with the penguin because yeah, I don't know where else you go. Yeah, you know him being too fancy. It I never understood that like version of him. Like the but I also, Silver Age version? Yeah, he, yeah, it never resonated with me, but that's because I saw Danny DeVito bite a guy's nose off when I was right. like five years old. So <laughs> it kind of jaded me. <laughs> well, he's wearing like the penguin suit, you know, like it's kind of his thing. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I yeah. like the idea of a man who is very low class, right. who wears incredibly expensive stuff. And then if you're like, you're just a little low class nothing he would kill you because he's like you think i'm low class like that is how that makes sense to me as the penguin the guy who wears the wealth to hide who he actually is yeah and uh we also get to see catwoman finally and um and her catwoman garb i can uh, take care of myself yeah and she looks great um, absolutely ooh. sorry dog dog issues here yeah, well, because we're talking about cats. Yeah, I know. She's very <laughs> upset about the, the cat talk here. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm excited about her. Like, we finally get to see a new Catwoman, and hopefully she will fill her boots appropriately. Um, and I like Zoe Kravitz a lot and everything I've seen her in so far. So uh, they, they just have to have that chemistry is what it is. Um, and from yeah. the interviews I've read so far, it seems like they really clicked. So, and she I, was, I, oh, go ahead. Uh, I, I just, I was thinking Batman year one. Every yep. time I saw her, I was like, this is that Selena. Yeah. Like at least in the vibe, like I was, I mean, just in general, this might feel the most like a comic of any of the movies. Mm -hmm. Like it feels like gothic. 70s batman but also like post frank miller sort of rainy city rainy gotham yeah it looks really like gothic noir ish yeah and like the architecture looks right um so it's kind of like a mix between like tim burton and christopher nolan like it looked like it had a good balance between the two from what we could see so far yeah. um i really liked his suit um, yeah i like the way like the bullets are like flying off of it like he gets so shot cool. like so many um, times and does not care because no. he says the very important line i think which we know this about batman but he's never come out and say it yeah. i don't care what or it's it's alfred yeah. uh, andy circus which is cool we got to see him him caring about bruce like i don't want you to get hurt and he says i don't care what happens to me mm -hmm. and it's like that is batman Yep. He just never has said that. Right. That guy's like, has a death wish. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, if he, yeah, he's getting shot a, like a hundred times, doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and we also see like the way he's like mapping out everything like a detective thing, yeah. which is what we've kind of been missing from him in the last movies. Um, and I think he's going to have to do a lot of that with like the Riddler and, you know, it's kind of what we didn't get to see with the Riddler, with Jim Carrey, obviously, because that movie sucks. <laughs> uh it's just him being all like zany and like Bleh. and yeah we'll actually get to see the riddler doing what the riddler does best is you know play with the detectives and gotham pd and so batman's gonna actually have to figure out riddles <laughs> yeah well because he's he's his smartest villain yeah mm -hmm. I, I would think i can't think of anyone who would be more intelligent than edward nigma or whatever they're going to change his name to but yeah uh, you think they're going to change his name I thought I thought you told me that someone told me that they Why changed not? his name. Oh, okay. No, was not I, me. I, I don't think know. They don't change his name unless he's using uh, like an alias or something. Sure, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's he's the one who, the reason he comes to Gotham is because Batman has the keenest mind that he knows of, and he wants a challenge. Right. He wants someone to challenge him, so he creates this all these problems to yeah. just see if this Batman guy can solve it. Right. Wow. Well, I'm excited. Um, I cannot wait to see it. And looks like, yeah. yeah, we said what, March, that's when it's coming out, March, 2022. I think so. Yeah. Matt Reeves. Bring yeah, it. yeah, March 4th, 2022. That does think, not seem far away anymore. No. <laughs> so you think long. it's going to be a trilogy? It is. They already said it's confirmed for two more movies. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I would love to see for the least the second and well, or the third, whatever, some new villains that we haven't seen before. You yes, know? that'd like, be good. Yeah. Like Man Bat, I think would be great in this like setting. Uh, that'd be crazy wouldn't that be awesome though <laughs> like we haven't seen man bat in a movie and he's a great villain and make i do hope like the way i see it the only way they could do it because christopher nolan was so forcing it into the realism which mm -hmm. maybe is what we needed at the time that's fine yeah. but he i remember hearing him a quote from him specifically like maybe as dark knight or before Dark Knight, he was like, Mr. Freeze ain't showing up, okay? Right. Like, this won't, that doesn't make sense in this world. Mm -hmm. But with this new one, this seems like it's going to back away from the realism a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, make that doesn't need to be our main focus. People can buy why Batman would work. So maybe we could see a Mr. Freeze or a Man Bat mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. It's just I would love that. Yeah, I mean, there's some great, and we haven't seen like Killer Croc. Like, he, I mean, he's always a good, you know, side villain. Um, I would yeah. love Clayface. He's like the rhino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clayface is great too, because I mean, you could use him in any storyline, and he has such a good backstory, you know, especially in a setting, again, like this, and like a neo noir setting. Um, he has that great, like, movie star, you know. Amazing. Yeah. And, and then all you have to do, is just have him change his face all the time and he can be you make anybody. him like you make him be like dark man exactly don't make him don't make him a man who's literally made of clay who can turn into right. a table that doesn't no. make sense no no, but no no have him have a scarred face and he yeah. has some sort of 
when he molds masks for himself that are just so effective or something yeah Who knows? he has that well like in the animated series you know he has that like mush face to begin with yeah. he starts molding his face like with his fingers and yeah do something like that and we haven't seen that yet so it would be so cool yeah um, I, I think so yeah so there's yeah. So, Batman has like the best rogue gallery you have so many options. Stop using the same villains over and over and over again. Like well, I am excited to see the Riddler be used correctly. Um, yeah. But we've seen a good Penguin already. Like I'm not, not that I'm not, I'm sure Colin Farrell will play this great, but in the next movies, bring us something new, you know? Yeah. We don't need to see Scarecrow again. I love Scarecrow. He's one of my favorite villains, but I am almost positive they're probably going to do him again as well. Um, probably it would fit the vibe that they're showing us but yeah. who knows you could get uh i know he was in one of the birds of prey movies but like yeah black black mask mm-hmm. would make sense i mean it would all fit in the like sort of crime world but yeah. they've said that they want to lean into the horror and the mystery yeah. so mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff in there that i mean you could actually have Zaz be a character that he's hunting you know oh, that yeah. wouldn't make sense as the main villain but yeah someone he could be part of a plot you know yeah i'm sure they could use long halloween as and you know one of these as yeah. well uh, justice for uh crazy quilt yeah justice for crazy quilt <laughs> let's let's get him he's never been done oh my god he spot pete oh wait that's marvel damn it <laughs> nope <laughs> all right everyone i think that's gonna do it for us here uh robert you have some things to plug let's do it yeah um so i think i've talked about it before uh my dear listeners but uh my comic all-star action is out it's available in escapist comics um soon to be other stores around the uh the area and maybe uh across the country we'll see um it's not yet available uh to buy online but i'll plug that when when it is you'll be able to order it from me but uh if you're in the area in the east bay uh you can grab a copy at escapist comics i'll restock them as much as i can Yay. Uh, think thanks to you the people who already bought some uh, appreciate it but um yeah I'm, it's want, really exciting you can buy it online from us oh yes you could do that you could do you that. could do that give <laughs> us a call yeah we'll mail it to you we will or you can email us at or hello at escapistcomics.com and we will ship that order for you yeah that's institution comics all-star action coming at you oh yeah uh you can follow us uh i'm at jessa balboni on instagram or facebook or twitter all of those things where can i find you robert uh, I'm at Robert Negoesco. That's at Robert underscore N-E-G-O-E-S-C-O. Mostly Instagram. Uh, I have a Twitter, but uh, I don't really use it. But Instagram <laughs> yeah, every day. Either, I'm, you know, once in a while. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll pop in there. But definitely follow me on Instagram. You can also follow us on the store's accounts at Escapist Comics everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns please message us and let us know what you think. Yeah. We will respond to you. We like comments. <laughs> yeah. Interaction. Interactions are good. Uh, thanks so much for listening. 
Thank and you. Remember, escape into, into comics. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you again in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. -bye.